Hello and welcome to the Internal Glow podcast where we talk all about fitness, mindset, and spirituality, as well as how we can wrap that all together into one to find you your internal glow. I'm your host, Olivia Verbit, and without further ado, let's get into the episode. Good morning, everyone. I feel a little bit weird talking right now because, you know, when you first wake up and it's like your first words of the day, that's how I feel right now. So I'm like, let me get my voice back. <laughs> um, super excited to record this podcast episode today, guys. This is something I struggled with for the longest time. Um... And I feel like it's really important to share this message. But before we get into that, I wanted to briefly talk about my last episode with Miss Stephanie. It is freaking fire. It is fire. If you haven't listened to it already, please, please do yourself a favor and go listen to it, okay? It's honestly just like two old friends talking and I just can't believe that we just met through social media and we were meant to be brought together and bring to you guys this amazing information and if you haven't checked out Steph's podcast yet I do have an episode featured on there as well and that one was also just so good It was my first time featuring on someone's anything really so it was honestly just such an honor and just knowing that I actually listened to her podcast in the past to help me process and go through things and she just gave me so many tools and resources just through her podcast hiring her as my coach and now it's a full circle moment like we're on her podcast together which was just insane so go check that out I am going to link that in the show notes and her Instagram or her Instagram handle is at baddie b mindset so you can check her out there and make sure you check out her podcast too all right so let's get into it So today I am going to be speaking on clean eating and food restriction, okay? This is something I struggled with for the longest time, Um, especially as an ex-athlete. I was always told I need to be putting clean foods in my body, you know, not eating all the extra crap. I wasn't going to perform well. Um, And that kind of just transferred on to me from more of a lifestyle perspective as well, which honestly I was a bit obsessive with it and it just didn't end up being to my benefit. I'll let you guys know two key moments that changed it all for me so hopefully this can kind of help you bring back the time where maybe you heard someone say something or you saw a picture on the internet and that's what triggered your obsession with clean eating as well. So for me there were two specific moments and they were within the same short time frame, within the same six months, I believe. And number one being, I was at Team Ontario tryouts for Ringette. So 
pretty big deal and we were listening to a nutritionist speak and she actually was just talking about you know how to get the most clean foods like what foods you should be eating instead of processed ones so for example steel cut oats are better than um you know quaker fast oats which I got over that real quick because steel cut oats are gross. I'm not gonna lie. If you microwave them, they're gross. If you actually cook them properly, they taste great. They taste fine. But, you know, me, we just don't always have that time. We just don't always have that time. We need to just use hot water sometimes. So, (laughs) anyways, so she was just giving a bunch of examples like that. And, like, I remember that summer I took my eatings to the extremes a little bit and I just wasn't eating anything processed and I just thought that's how I was supposed to get to my goals because I heard this nutritionist speak and that's what I had to eat and that's you know athletes look really fit right so if I want to look like that I should eat like that and um that's just one example the other example was when I had gone so I was going to good life at the time and uh good life fitness they offer it's a gym if you're in America and you don't know what I'm talking about good life fitness is a big corporate gym here in Canada um they do these kind of like little free one-on-one sessions a short one-on-one session with a PT and you know I was like "Mm." might as well like sure I was like I could use a free workout I was not gonna get a PT or keep in mind I did not think I needed one either I was like yeah I don't need one I work out hard and I eat clean like I'm fine I probably could have benefited from a personal trainer at that time um considering what it was I wanted to achieve um but I was like ego so high like no I do not need a personal trainer I'm training as an athlete like I don't need to do that anyways so they were sitting there asking me you know all the intake questions about my diet um sleep exercise whatever right and so I get to the part where I'm talking about my essentially my diet and he's like oh like tell me what you eat and I'm telling him oh I eat this 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 and I'm listing off all clean foods obviously because I'm at the point where I'm like yeah I don't eat I don't eat um junk food okay um and he was like okay well you you're probably missing this in your diet and you could be eating more fish and I know he was so harmless about it, but to me, I took that, especially because I was already in a restrictive mindset, I took that as like, girl, you're not eating clean enough. You need to go harder. You need to eat cleaner. And that's when it kind of got a little bit worse. And I wouldn't say I struggled with an eating disorder, but I definitely had eating disordered habits or patterns. Um just because of how restrictive I was like I got to a point where like if we were out on the road I remember this one time we were out on the road with my family we were in Florida and we just had to like stop and get breakfast quick and every single time we would stop somewhere 
I would like get this anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, like, no, I don't want to eat this. Like, this is ruining my diet. Like, oh, like I have to pick off this menu. And then I would always get like something like a, a grilled salad or, you know, if there wasn't salads, I would do like a chicken wrap without the sauce, like in change the sauce because I was like yeah like no no no, I can't I can't eat all that fried stuff I can't eat that junk food and I would just get this like massive anxiety because I had to eat out so that's a little bit of my history with food and clean eating but let's dive into why a restrictive approach to food and only eating clean slash not enjoying all your fun foods is actually not the way that's going to get you to your goals So first of all, for people who are in chronic dieting phases or if you feel like you struggle with binging every once in a while, I'm not talking to anybody who has a disorder or diagnosed disordered eating. That is way out of my scope of practice and please go see a professional. But if you want to listen along, feel free to and I'll give you what I think helped me and what I think may possibly help others with their mindset around food as well. But please, if you are struggling with an eating disorder and you don't feel comfortable listening to the rest of this episode, please just log off now, do yourself a favor. I don't want to be the reason that you feel that you have to eat a certain way, okay? I'm just sharing my experience and sharing what I hope will help some people. So, disclaimer out of the way let's go ahead and get into that yeah so back to what i was saying if you feel like sometimes you're you know you're a chronic dieter or you sometimes deal with binging um you are working from a place of willpower okay you're using your mind's own willpower to try and overcome a craving try and overcome um you know eating the more calorie dense option rather than the low calorie option right you are using willpower and the issue is you're always using willpower you're not using willpower for an extended amount of time you're not only using willpower for a dieting phase and then going back to a balanced way of eating you are chronically and constantly in a phase of dieting, in a phase of restriction, meaning you're always using willpower. Now, the issue with willpower is essentially think of it this way. You have a battery, right, that controls how much willpower you have and how fast it's drained. Your battery for willpower gets drained extremely fast. Think about it as having like an iPhone 5 SE. Like, the battery's not lasting on that after you take like a hour-long video. It's dead already, right? So think about using willpower as an old crusty dusty iPhone and it doesn't last very long. Now what happens when that battery drains? We're not using willpower anymore, right? So we can't necessarily stop ourselves or we feel the need to dive into you know what it was we were holding ourselves back from before but now that we have no battery to you know have that discipline and we don't have any more willpower to hold us against what we were trying to not do in the first place 
that's when the binging comes in and some of us have a better willpower store than others some people may be working with an iphone 7 some people may be working with an iphone 5 it kind of just depends um on your level of overall discipline for me i was a really disciplined person around food um i still can be when i want to be i've just learned how to heal that um and now i eat more balanced but some people have a bigger willpower battery and some people have a smaller one that gets drained faster so you can see the issue when we start to rely on a crusty dusty iphone you know battery to stop us from indulging or stop us from eating the cookie at night and then that cookie at night turns into oh there's chips and then it turns into oh yeah but that cake in the corner looks really good too and then it turns into wait but now i want fruit and then it turns into wait okay pretzels oh but then you get this crazy idea where you're like wait let me put like cheese on the pretzels and make it taste even better. Just like random, I'm just naming off random things because that's literally what I used to do. My battery would get drained and I would finally, and keep in mind, again, I had a really good willpower, but when my battery would get drained, I was eating anything and everything that was in the house. It was like, I had this amazing willpower to overcome it for so long and not go in the junk drawer and, you know, like just not touch any of that food. And then one night I would just freaking eat so goddamn much and my stomach would be like bloated out. I would literally look like I, yeah, I would just look like I had this huge stomach. So how do we get away from using willpower? How do we get away from that? The way that we get away from that is by habit stacking. Again, just going to mention, if you are a di- someone who is diagnosed with an eating disorder, this advice is not for you. If you are someone who feels like maybe you could improve your relationship with food a little bit, keep listening. This might help. But please do not take anything I say word for word because not everything is going to work for everyone, especially when it comes to your relationship with food okay i have to preface that because i know how much words hold power and how much they can influence someone to do something different so please take in mind this may or may not be for you and take what resonates but generally speaking if we're speaking to somebody who yeah just needs to improve their relationship with food a little bit and doesn't know how to eat properly for their goals this is where habit stacking can really help okay so What we do is instead of using our willpower to hold back on things, we actually use, first of all, before we even use habit stacking, we use a balanced approach. And what that means is if you want a cookie at night, you let yourself have a cookie at night. Crazy, I know, but that's what we're going to do. And the whole goal here is really to have more of an 80-20 rule. So 88% of the times you're eating more nutrient-dense foods that are more beneficial for your health. And then 20% of the time you're eating more, I like to call them fun foods. I don't like to use the word junk food. I just feel like it has a very negative connotation and 
I just prefer not to use that term. So I like to use the word fun foods because fun foods are not necessarily always the most nutrient dense or they're not always going to be the most beneficial towards your health. However, they are fun and they do allow us to enjoy time with friends, enjoy time with family, and really just get to experience life truly. And so the idea here is if you're able to eat, say, two to three healthy meals or three healthy meals throughout your week and you feel like throwing in some little treats in there or some little fun foods here and there, maybe not every day, maybe every other day and just small things, nothing crazy. It's not like you're going to eat a whole cake. You're just maybe having um, some, you know, some chocolate covered almonds after your lunch, right? Because that satisfies your sweet tooth and then maybe after dinner you decide to have um say a cookie that your grandma made right like that is the 80 20 rule for the most part we are fueling our body with more nutrient dense foods and 20 percent of the time we're allowing ourselves to indulge in some fun foods um and that might look like you know once a week you say that you want to go eat out for a meal once a week that's completely amazing that's fine and just allowing yourself that flexibility when you feel like it right and the whole goal here is that when we are able to eat more balanced we are able to not have those extreme cravings not go on those binges not eat literally every single thing that's in your fridge or in your cupboard And so already just by doing that, you're winning. Already by doing that, you're winning. Now, how do we overcome the fear of eating these foods? Well, in my experience, again, take what resonates. In my experience, I really just had to get educated. I had to get educated because I thought that eating these fun foods was essentially going to make me gain fat that's literally what i thought i didn't know what macros were i did not know um overall calorie balance i did not know what that was and essentially i really just thought that eating these high calorie uh, processed foods were what was going to make me fat So in reality, if you're not aware, there is this thing called energy balance in your body where your body can work from maintenance and maintenance calories and essentially what it does is if you have a healthy metabolism and like I said, you're at a good place and you have maintenance calories, essentially if you eat over those maintenance calories for a extended period amount of time, Um, depending what foods you're eating and depending if you're training or not, you can either gain fat from that or you'll end up gaining muscle again, depending on what your lifestyle is looking like. Um, And then kind of the other way around, if you're eating below those maintenance calories for an extended period amount of time, you're either going to lose fat or you're going to lose muscle as well or both um, again depending on a lot of other variables and so essentially it doesn't always matter which foods you're eating so if you're going by the 80 20 rule and you're at your maintenance calories and you're eating you know 
a cookie that your grandma made, you're not going to be gaining fat from that, essentially. I'm going to leave that there for now just because I don't want to dive too deep into macros and calories on this episode, but I'll potentially touch on those later in the future. Um, So yeah, to me, educating myself and just knowing that eating quote-unquote unhealthy foods was not going to help make me gain fat was really what just changed my mindset completely and just knowing that I could actually lose fat but still eat foods that I enjoyed was like the most mind-blowing thing for me ever because I was like no way I can still eat like eat out once or twice a week and like achieve my fitness goals that's insane that's insane but really it's not. I just thought that at the time. And now I'm at a place where, yeah, I eat out like once a week, sometimes twice a week, depending. And if I feel like I want, you know, a little something sweet at the end of the day, I'll allow myself that um, within reason, of course. But I don't restrict myself in those areas anymore because I now know that scientifically it's literally impossible actually i take i retract that statement it's not impossible i retract that statement scientifically it is very possible for me to achieve my goals and still enjoy fun foods which before i thought it was impossible right i thought it was impossible before um so yeah And using, like I was talking about before, habit stacking, essentially what we're doing there is we're just stacking one habit on top of the other to help create a new habit or we are attaching a habit um, to something else to eliminate a habit. Um, I'm going to dive into that in a different episode as well. I think I want to leave it there for today, but just know that it is possible for you to not completely be restricting food all the time and not have to rely on willpower all the time to you know achieve a certain lifestyle and it is possible for you to live a healthy balanced approach where food isn't running your life you run its life right so just keeping that in mind and uh Yeah, I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. Appreciate you all so much and have a beautiful day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Internal Glow podcast today. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a five-star rating and write a review. And don't forget to share with someone who could benefit from this episode as well. Until next time.